You're not getting me there. They say, you can't set a trap for that. I'm never going to correlate finances to success. I'm not going to do that. It's just not going to happen. Why wouldn't we correlate finances to success if we're selling? Because I know an awful lot of rich people who are not happy and happy has to be included in the equation of success or why strive for it. What do you have the right to do? Pursue happy, the pursuit of happiness, right? Be more not ha- the pursuit of success. They don't say that. They say that, the pursuit they're, of happiness. They're, they're not one and the same? Happiness and success, no. This is the podcast where we're going to come to a <laughs> mutual agreement on what success this is. It's going to be a long podcast. We're going to come to a mutual agreement on what success is. Success is going to bed at night feeling loved and loving no, others. No, 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 no. You're trying to tell me that success and the sales of this product don't correlate for you as an individual. It does. It correlates for me as an individual, for Matt, for Montana, for Richie, for everyone working on, you know, John if in the you're back. De- if you're describing the idea shit, of hitch and sit even, be- even our brother Todd, who's now playing guitar for the elderly. <laughs> yes, he's part of our it, success. It, 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 it correlates to success for Todd. It's, an, it's a successful effort. Do you want to transcribe that into your... What do you your- think Todd's favorite tune is at the elderly home right now? What do you think he's playing? Oh, I don't know. What's his... No, what? older than that, probably. It's not going to be no free bird. It's going to be, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Benny Goodman something still. Can we I get an think. example of Betty Goodman? Benny Goodman. Benny Goodman. Benny Goodman. Big band. Come on, back to that sound. Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Things like that. I don't look that old, do I? Boogie Woogie, who did it to you now? He used to blow a trumpet for his Uncle Sam. He had a boogie style no one else could jam. Top man at his craft. But then his number came up, and he was on in the draft. He's in the army now, a blowing rebelly. He's the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy Company B. And when he played know. the Boogie Woogie Bugle, he was busy as a busy bee. Bette Midler. You've been waiting for that, man. Bette Midler revived that. I'm a big fan of Bette. Bette, what's up? Anyway. So, so, so back to success, which is, you know, you keep trying to trap me. It's, I didn't, I think I got you this. this no, this could no, be, no, I think I got you. I've been waiting I, for this. I one am for very hopeful and I anticipate hitch and sit and home team seats being a successful endeavor. I object to what you said before that, that if having success, you think improves the quality of the man you are. No, I, but it has stripes. I would, it, I would, it has stripes. It does. It has stripes. You watch football? Stripes to whose perception? Do you, do you watch football? Uh, regrettably, I had a football experience this weekend where I walked into my son's house and was asked and expected to watch eight games at one time. Let oh, me tell no, you what. Let me tell you what. No, <laughs> no capacity for eight games at one time. Don't want to know about it. Don't want to hear about it. Can't even comprehend it. Beyond so, me. college football. Yep. Ohio State. Yep. Prominent football school. Yep. Okay. We agree so far. After the games, if the kid has a successful game, if he has a good game, if he makes a tackle, if he makes a game-winning catch, they get these stickers on the helmet. Yes. And it's like a stripe. It's, a, it's, a, it's something that shows the success of this young man as a football player because they had several good outings. They did things that helped the team, and Ohio State obviously wins a lot, so they helped the team win. And you're measured as a football player, mm-hmm. how successful you are as a football player at Ohio State on these stickers on your helmet. Okay. 
in life, you get stripes, you get stars, you get stickers. From a, from a kid to an adult, your stripes were earned in business. You had a lot of stickers on your helmet, Scott. That made you a successful businessman. And it gave you the confidence. Hold on now. I'm bringing it home. I'm in church. I'm preaching. It gave you the confidence in your life outside of business to walk with your chest puffed out, your shoulders held back, and your chin up high because you made something of yourself in what you were striving to do, which ultimately made you the successful person you are aside from the successful business person in life. Wow. I brought it home. Okay, I made it to the end of that dissertation. Yeah. I'm a, it's it's going to have to come in I a wave my, here. It's I gonna, need my PhD. It, it's going to come in a wave. You. you need a doctor. I know yeah. that. I don't know about your PhD. <laughs> you definitely need medical help. Well, if I'm sick, and, you're and, sick. Anyway, here's my problem. I find it interesting that they slap that sticker on the helmet of a football player, which tells me when he's off the field, it means nothing. And I also find it interesting that it's not a sticker he gave himself. It's a sticker other people gave to him. It's actually placed in a spot where he can't see it. So the purpose of that sticker is for you to see it and for you to think I'm a really good football player. That's one of the leading problems in the society today that I will get my value from your perception of me, whether you gave me the sticker whether you stuck it to my helmet and others should see it. When I believed in myself is when I felt some sense of success. Didn't you find that belief in yourself through repeated success? I actually found that belief in myself through repeated failure. Because <laughs> if you, can, if you can fail and get back up and go, I see what I did. You're stronger. The, the people that I've seen that have made the biggest error in their lifestyle or their life choice are people who made mistakes and got up from it and say, you see what happened to me? I was running a perfectly good business. I was doing everything right. And then all of a sudden, I had no money. The bank pulled the loan or, or this happened or that happened. That happened to them. The people I see that are comfortable with who they are and where they are and how they operate and that they are the value they are the commodity those people when they hit the wall when they lost their house when they lost their livelihood admitted confessed to the fact that they had done it i, I will tell you something thinking back in my childhood when you would write a good paper or take a math test and you'd get a gold star i can remember the gold star creating in me an envious position when you got a gold star and i didn't but that gold star never did much for me after the second it was placed on my paper. If I got one, that was good. If I didn't get one, that was bad. Everybody learns at a different rate. Everybody has more skill. Everybody has a gift in a certain area. You got to find out what you're good at, and you've got to realize that you're good at it inside, not because the sticker's on your helmet. And it, I, I think, and, I, and I'll say it here because you're tormenting me with it, when you can go into your office and look at your boss and you can say, hey, listen, I don't think you're rewarding me to the value that I think I deserve. And you could say, you know, because of that, I've thought it through. And I know I could ask you for my money here and you may give it or not give it, but I won't feel valued here. So I'm leaving. 
That's success. Understand the value of yourself and somebody else can't tell you what you're worth when you know your own worth. And it doesn't come from stickers. It comes from looking around and seeing what you do is of some value. Not to somebody else, some value to you. Being a good person is of some value. Doing the right thing is of some value. Performing a task is of some value. I just think, and the society is this way now, we should take our leads from what people on TV or famous people are doing and measure ourselves against that measuring stick. See, I don't think everyone does that. I think a whole lot of people do that. I don't think it's, I think that the older generation has a bit of a problem. Well, not a problem. They say it far too much. If you were to pit your generation up against my generation or younger generations. And we have this conversation frequently, but to be as hyper exposed to everything as we are and to have this volume of information at our fingertips, you guys would be pretty fucked up too. And you guys would view things differently too, because you're seeing more. You guys are in your, your cubby. You were in your box. We're not. And I, I do find that to be a privilege when you can just focus on something that is right in front of you and not be exposed to everything else to the left of you or to the right of you, right of you. you can have tunnel vision. You guys had the privilege of that. We don't. We're exposed to absolutely everything. I would have loved to have grown up, and I did for half of my life before social media became a thing, so I have that. Like I lived in two different, maybe three different worlds. Before internet was a th- really a thing, during internet, like the dial-up era, then I got to see it evolve. And now, from the time I was born in 91 to 2021, it's a completely different ball game. Better? This, this, better in some cases, but in terms of for a human being hey. to be functional, no, nah, it's crazy. It's wild. It's the wild, wild west. Okay, so why not put it down? Why, it's, why it, keep absorbing that input? Why do that? Again, it's easy for people of your generation. I'm not even just talking about you. It's easier for people in your age bracket or your generation or your mindset to say that because you guys, look, you've, you've accomplished the things that you wanted to accomplish. Everything now is icing and the cherry on top, right? We have to live in this society that's always, it's ever evolving, it, you, it you, can, you can live up. in it. Or like we have to stay up with the things happening or else we'll get left behind. We become obsolete. People have lost jobs because they can't keep up with the times. I have family members that can't get hired at this moment in time because they, frankly, have aged out of this society. And I'm talking about people that are, were heavyweights at the shit they were doing. They have aged out. The one thing I'll give you credit for, even though we go back and forth and back and forth, eventually you're going to take the advice of others and you haven't aged out because you keep up with the times. Hey, digital marketing is a thing. I need to incorporate some of what I do well in terms of my interpersonal skills. Yeah, but that's learning. Ah, If you think that when you get to be 65, 70, 75, you can stop learning, I would tell you that that would lead. But a lot of people do. And that will lead to unhappiness. Let's go back to football, my Uh football analogy. One of the best coaches of all time 
is about 60-something years old now. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban, Alabama, Crimson Tide. Familiar. The man went from a defensive-oriented scheme, run the ball, ground and pound, to an air raid attack with the best receivers in the country come to his school, and he has the dual-threat quarterbacks, and he didn't even know what that was. He was an old-fashioned, stand-in-the-pocket type guy. Uh, let's mitigate risk. And he just kept evolving his thinking, evolving his thinking, inter- until he became better at calling other people's game plans than they are. Because he started watching other schools launching this thing around the, the field, and he said, well, this is hard to defend. Right. And I think that I need to become more like them because defenses aren't going to grow at the rate in which the offenses are. Well, they can. You're, you're on that path right now. And a lot of people in your age bracket are not. And to find success in the latter half of life, you got to evolve. And to find success, that's, that's why I wanted to dedicate this. Because we talk about success every podcast. Because we have such a, a difference in opinion on what success is because you've experienced the volume of success and I haven't experienced that volume of success yet. So when I'm your age, I'm sure I'm going to be saying the same things, but you're doing the youngin in this circumstance a disservice by explaining success the way you are no, because no, no, no. you kind of had the same ideology of okay, what success okay, was. Let's go a different way. Talk to me. Is a practicing monk successful? Well, yes. Yes. How's that? Because he's got I, nothing. No. He owns no. nothing. I think you're, you're kind of, it doesn't have to do with things. Success is not a, it's not a monetary thing. It's, no, not, a, it's not, not a physical thing. But if, if, the, if the monk is just a hell of a monk, and he has a, I don't know what monks have, but I think monks have followings and stuff like that, right? People go and practice with that, that certain monk or no? Yeah, that can happen. There can be a monk who's teaching a certain school. So if this monk is really good at what he does, and he's changing lives. He's not really good at what he does. He's just passing on information that he learned from a school of thought. Whatever you want to call it, however you want to word it. He's just sharing knowledge, but he can be really good at sharing knowledge. And if he's really good at sharing knowledge, that is a successful monk. Correct. 100%. We don't... How'd you take money out of it? Where'd the money go? Well, because, for example, I'm a... So there is success without money. One trillion percent, okay. if that's what you're trying to accomplish. Like, if you're saying, I'm a monk or I'm a whatever, and it has nothing to do with money. I, I would well, tell you that the sooner you can grasp onto the fact that being the best person you can be is your best description of success, and the sooner you do that, the money will come. Well, we're going to agree there again. Just because Steve Jobs was Steve Jobs doesn't make Steve Jobs successful as a person. What made Steve Jobs successful as a businessman is because if he, Steve he reinvented is, the way we use technology. If he's not successful as a person, he's not successful. He is a person. He has a business. He conducts a business. He does business. He is a person. Are you successful means... Am I successful? Not is what I do for a living successful. But part of being successful is being free enough to do the things that you want to do and come and go as you please and take on the opportunities in which you want to take on. That's part of success as a person because it frees up your mind. You could do everything you just said if you were making $50,000 a year. You could do everything you just said. 
if that was your priority. If you said, I'm going to set my life up so I can live on 50000 and when I get home from my eight-hour day job, I'm going to go on a boat, and if it's a rowboat, I'm going to go on that, or I'm going to go hike, or I'm going to do what I love, and I'm going to be successful in that manner. It, the truth of it is... Well, you is, can't be successful without purpose. I really do believe that. Just, just Part of being do, successful Do what you is, love. Do yeah, what you love to do and 100%. love the people you're so doing. So if you're with. a master craftsman and you're the best in the world at woodwork, based on your definition of success, yeah. if this person is being the best craftsman he can be... No, the best person he can be, there's a reward in life that comes from being a good, decent person. But there's a lot of good people that are very yeah. decent people that don't deem themselves successful personally. The outside world doesn't deem them The outside successful. world is beating them up. I would agree with that. There are obstacles to what you call success. Well, there's a lot of lazy fucks that are good people so, that are not successful. Right. So I think it, it's... It's all you, in the pie. You, it's all you, in the wait, pizza wait, wait, pie. It's all you think lazy can be part of the description of a good person? I mean, sloth is a sin. You know what the word sin means? Break it down. Going in the wrong direction. It's not, I'm going to cut your arm off because you sinned. A sin is meant to enlighten you to the fact that you're heading down the wrong road. Don't sin. Get on the right path. Back to your internet analogy. Whatever you feed grows. Do you have any idea what we're going to harvest from the shit fest that is on the internet? Nothing good. See, it's out of control. No, it's out of but control. You can't, but then that you, you're a little hypocritical there because we're going to harvest some pretty good return from We're going to reap what we sow. Yeah. I have control over what I sow. I'm sowing positivity. The rest of the internet where I could go find porn that I never knew existed or was physically possible in three minutes. Yes, yeah, it's crazy. But we cannot be hypocrites because there's a good side to the internet. It's what's happening with our products, the Hitchensit. It's what, what the Hitchensit will develop into over time. It's the ability to, to give away. Uh, yeah, but the, the question is... Yeah. Will that Pandora's box you opened, mm -hmm. that everybody has instant access to everything sorted and non-sorted, will that grow faster than human decency? Well, what you feed grows. One thing that is true about what you're saying, I right, remember back in the day, Denzel Washington, prime example. He was a super- Sorry, he, Denzel. He, he is, I remember you today. He is a superstar. Right? Agreed. And back then- when you saw a star or a superstar, you knew that person was a superstar. Denzel Washington, Will Smith, Brad Pitt, even around the way. If you saw the local pizza guy that has an amazing pizzeria, that's a superstar within his community. Now, what's a star? Success is a multifaceted thing now. It's, it's, there's a lot of, there are people, for example, Rashawn Miller, my yep. god brother. He's ran more businesses than most 60, 70-year-old men at 29 years old and has failed a lot more than them and has succeeded a lot more than them. No one knows how much success he's had because he's not big on social media at all. And I remember I was talking to my, one of my little cousins and we were talking about success and we were talking about Rashawn's company mm -hmm. and how he does, but... They're like, yeah, but I can't find him on Instagram. This is how 
kids and society is and, and how will that change I don't how do you change it, that it, it doesn't man it this, doesn't it, this, it changes within your little community it changes no. for your grandkids for your nieces for your nephews and so on and so forth because you're gonna impart that knowledge on them but this is where culture is going i believe that everybody is supported awarded or left to their own devices to the d direct degree that they discipline themselves to be the best person they can be, to treat people the way they want to be treated, to do it religiously without fail. And that's the only time I'll say religiously because the rest of it is just business. When you live a life where you respect yourself, for some strange reason without saying anything, other people respect you as well.